Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. And this week, we are joined by Marsha Christensen. She's the president of Women in HVACR and the business unit manager at Pico Control Systems. Marsha, first, welcome to Taurus Talk. We're really excited to have you on. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here and great to get the message out about Women in HVACR. And we're here at Epic 2023, live in Las Vegas. And it's been a great week, but it's a great chance for us to sit down with Marsha and talk about the mission of Women in HVACR and learn more about the organization, because I think that all of us can learn a lot more about it and, and kind of help with the mission. And Marsha, kind of getting things started, what is the mission? You know, not necessarily like a written down mission statement, no, but, but what's the day-to-day mission of Women in our, our mission really has three basic things that we're going to do, and that is addressing networking. And so we're pro- trying to provide a good community for women in this industry, a place for them to connect with other women or, or just in, the, the, in general, the whole association. And then also opportunities to help them build their careers and build relationships that way. And then education. So we have a couple initiatives this year that are going to try to expand out into the marketplace. You know, you hear the name Women in HVACR. A lot of people have a misconception that it's only going to be focusing on education and mentorship and jobs for women. But there's a lot that men in the industry can learn as well from your organization. Can we touch on that real quick? Sure. We have a lot of male members, first of all. Yep. And we try to, to be a collection of all the associations. We're just trying to be in the, in the environment that this is in. And I would just go back to the fact that the, this industry has 20% women. And of those, if it's a tech, it's probably 2% or mm-hmm. less. So the numbers are hugely skewed toward the male side. The numbers are skewed that way, but the numbers have improved, especially recently. You know, And I don't necessarily have the, the hard evidence right in front of me, but I think you can kind of speak on this as well. It's every day there are more and more women that are coming into the industry and the industry is becoming more of an industry for everyone, right? It's always been that way, but now I think the workforce is finally catching up to it. Is that what you're noticing as well? It is. There's a large push to bring more people into this industry Mm -hmm. in particular. There's a huge deficit of, of tradespeople in specific, and then women make up half of the population of the earth. So to exclude them from that opportunity excludes part of the workers. Plus, I think with women, uh, women don't see themselves in those roles, or they haven't in the past, and and there's been a lot more education. Uh, People are starting to try to change their marketing so that there are women shown in those pictures. So you can't, I don't remember who said it, but you can't be what you can't see. Right, and that's such, it's such a good point. And you know, what, what I find really interesting, again, is that for so many years, like you said, women didn't necessarily see themselves in that role. But there has been a shift in in that thought of, and it's something that's you know, we're seeing throughout all industries of more women in in different roles than what they were expected to be in the past. And breaking those kind of societal norms of the again, I don't want to sound rude here, but some of the older generations has been something that's been really difficult. What are some of the the initiatives that women in HVACR have taken to help break through those societal norms of the past? So what we're trying to do is, first of all, get 
educational programs out that go down into the grade school areas, hopefully all the way down that way, and by encouraging some of our membership to just actually go to school career days mm -hmm. and show them that HVC is a great place. It's a great career. You can make a lot of money in this industry and not to be afraid of it. There, there are women doing this and we're trying to get videos put together for that as well. We also have some really great partners like Explore the Trades and EGIA and they, they're all educators as well. So there's, we're drawing on their expertise as well to get some of the message out. We're also trying to connect through our networking and getting more people involved in just being a collection in this industry. Yeah, networking is so important. And one thing that anyone I've spoken to about your organization and speaking with you a little bit is kind of networking and mentorship and being kind of the, the guiding force into the future. From your own point of view and from the point of view of some of the folks that you work with at Women in HVACR, how important is it to be kind of looked at as, as those mentors for the next generation and, and network with the folks that are in the industry already to help build that kind of base of mentors going forward? You don't get into a position like this without having had someone help you mm -hmm. along the way. So you need to reflect back on that. And so I think it's hugely important for those of us who have a lot of life experience in this industry to pull the, help to pull these other women through the glass ceiling, if you will. Yep. Um, it takes a lot of kicking down doors and things like that for some to, to get somewhere sometimes when you've got all these chips stacked against you. So the mentoring program that we have addresses that by linking people that are trying to grow in their industry or into their job with people that have been there and yeah. that is helping those people grow pretty quickly in our organization. And then the future journey for them is to actually become mentors themselves. So we're, we're helping with the mentoring portion of it, but we're also at the same time teaching them to be mentors. What does some of the, the mentorship involve? Obviously, I know that there's so many different facets to it, but typically when, when somebody is you know, a mentor, in the organization and they're connected with somebody who's trying to grow. What does that typically look like? What that would look like is deciding on where you want to be and there will be a small curriculum put up for that and then there's a 90-day check so once you're in that program they'll have somebody other than the two of you call back and make sure that the, the mentor-mentee relationship in the beginning is a good relationship yeah. and that the mentee is also doing the work that they're supposed to be doing to, to go through the program because otherwise you're wasting your time. Yeah, then of course, you know, you, you always want to make sure the relationship is good. And I, I just love the idea of the, the mentorship program because like you said, there are people who say they're self-made. In my mind, no one's self-made. You always have somebody helping you along the way. And to have an organization that will connect you with someone who's been where you are, you know, as a, as a young woman trying to break into the field or somebody who is changing careers and trying to get into the field, Having someone who's been where you are is just so helpful. And again, it's, it's just so beneficial to have that program. And you talk about the education. And you mentioned at the beginning, there's more educational initiatives that are going on. What are some of those that are, are currently happening? What are some of the ones looking into the future 2023 and beyond that you're working? Well, we're trying to put together packets of videos and presentations that just anybody could use. Mm -hmm. And so, it would be a program to explain what 
why would you want to go into HVC? Why, what, why does this make sense over a four-year college? Because we're all hearing that message when we went through school. It's like you aren't going to get anywhere if you don't have that four-year degree. Of well, course. that's not really, that's not true. There's a lot of those techs that are making way more than mm -hmm. the people that they went to school with that went to get the four-year degrees. And oh, by the way, they don't have any school debt. It's funny that it's finally, that stigma is finally breaking which is great, but it's still there in some senses because there's still parents that are thinking, I had to get my degree to make it to where I'm at. If you don't get yours, you're never gonna make it. But especially in the HVAC field, there is good money right away. There are ample opportunities right away, and there's so much room for growth. Right. You can start knowing nothing about the industry, and there are a lot of different organizations that will help you, like yours, to get in touch with the right people to learn what you need to learn and grow very quickly. And you can grow almost infinitely. There, there are plenty of people that have started out as even you know, a, a technician's assistant or something like that and grown to be general managers, owners, anything like that. And think about how the industry is changing with ventilation becoming a lot more critical than potentially the heating and cooling components mm -hmm. of it and taking a look at making sure that all of your environment is taken care of. So it's not just that you're gonna go into an HVC and be stuck in a, in a truck the rest of your life. Right. You could grow beyond that depending on what you like. I mean, you might like being in it, you might like the independence of being in a truck, but you might also want to do something more technical or, or save the environment or have some other print that way. I also wanted to kind of go back on one thing you said I, it did, on the mentoring. It took me forever to figure out I was as smart as the guys that I work <laughs> with. I mean, really, literally, I just think as a woman, you kind of grow up in, a, in a, an environment and you think like this is how it's supposed to be. But that's where the mentoring kind of helps you is people will, somebody will tell you, you know, well, why, why are you holding yourself back, mm -hmm. right? And you know, you step back and say, well, I don't know. I didn't realize I was holding myself back even half the time. Right. And, and that's, um, we had a speaker, I think her name was Stacey Vanek Smith, and she was talking about how men will take a, a risk at 50%, but women have to be 100% sure, mm -hmm. right, before they'll do it. Mm -hmm. So, and if you play that out in a lifetime, you can get a lot further if you just take some risk along the way. And so I think that's the benefit of having a mentor is that it's a calculated risk. Yeah, it's a it's a very difficult thing to do as well. Yeah. You know, it's so true. Jumping into a risk 100%, it, it's scary a lot of the time. But knowing that you can do it and, you, you know, you don't have to worry because there are people there that can help you and support you and help you along your journey. It's just, it's it's got to be such a, a rewarding thing to know and to have that support behind you will allow you to get further and further along in your career in life just knowing that there's a support behind you. Now, if somebody wants to get involved in Women in HVACR, how would they do that and what can they do to be involved? So first thing I would recommend is that people join our Facebook page and join our LinkedIn. Those two things are free. It doesn't cost you anything to do it. And we have about 4,000 followers on our Facebook page. A lot of people spread all over the industry. So mm -hmm. it's a great place. If you have a question, you can ask it. Then to join Women in HVCRs is a, currently $149 a year. 
And what you get for that is you get a Friday Zoom call every week. Almost every week we have one. Yep. You get a newsletter. You have access to our book club. You have access to the mentorship program. So it's a huge value for what you get. Yeah, I mean, $149. Like, Think about it. That's less than most people pay monthly for their phones or for streaming services for, for cable or for anything like that. So at $149, it's so worth it. And it's such an amazing organization that does so much great work to help build the future and make the current times better. Right. So, you know, the reason we can have a $149 fee is we have great sponsors. And so I, I just put a shout out to all of our sponsors and our partners. Absolutely. And I know that one of them has been here this week with EGIA, part of the golf tournament yes. that we covered earlier this week on Taurus Talk with the EGIA Foundation and Women in HVACR, Tia for the Trades. And it was incredible. It was such a, such a great day. And, you know, I encourage everyone who's listening to get involved, be part of this organization if you can, join it. You know, help out in any way you can because what Marsha and all the other folks over at Women HVACR are doing is just incredible work, and they're making the future of our industry brighter every day. So, Marsha, first off, thank you for all the hard work you and your team are doing, and thank you so much for joining. Really excited that we finally got a chance to have you on. It was great to be here, and really appreciate the opportunity to speak out on our organization. Thank you again to Marsha, and thank you for everyone out there for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Anywhere you can find a podcast, just search Taurus Talk and you'll find us. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And make sure to listen to our podcast every week on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash Taurus Podcast, or on the app. I want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Taurus Talk.